We've got everyone. Uh, Spade, you are uh, all looks, looks like Spade's dropped down as listener again. On my screen, anyway. Spade, are you with us? Nope. I think it seems like we might have uh, a little bit of trouble getting Spade up. Hopefully, just be one more one more minute, and we'll get started. Hey, hey. Can you hear me now? We hear you. Great. Yep, loud and clear. <laughs> I just realized I had been speaking alone for like five minutes before then because <laughs> like i showed up as a speaker on, on my screen but apparently that wasn't the case for other versions of reality so oh well oh no Glad to uh, that anyway. might, have something to do with, uh, might have something to do with me sending you a co-host invite something so let's just uh let's just not do that and uh and hope the space doesn't die with uh with no co-host crazy um, okay yeah indeed indeed yeah, uh, he's, 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 he's got bigger fish to fry at the moment. What's the, the, like, you see all the, whole, the thing about advertising and telling people to... You tell Disney to F off earlier today or something. Yeah, surely that was more important than shipping a decent product. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Anyway, uh, it's not too bad, and hopefully it'll, uh, it'll, it'll, it'll survive the course of this space, so... Fingers crossed. Let's uh, let's get cracking. Um, so yeah, um, welcome everybody to uh, another Neutron Spaces today. Today we're joined by the Neutron Grants team. Kind of feels like a, a long time ago since we we last had the uh, the, yeah. the the space of the Grants team. Um, but yeah, it's it's now live and considering applications. So uh, so good to get you guys on, and we'll have a little chat about the Grants program and what it's what it's going to be doing um, and all that kind of good stuff. Of course, we've got a uh, Spade, our our uh, co-founder uh, from Neutron today here to, here today too as well. Uh, and at some point, I'll be able to speak English, I'm sure. Um, anyway, just before we get going, uh, a quick disclaimer: I need to let you know that uh, we may discuss the NTRN token, and that NTRN is not registered as a security in the US and is therefore not available to US residents or citizens. And also, nothing here today should be considered financial advice. It's just a, a discussion for educational purposes only. Okay, cool. So, yeah, welcome, guys. Um, I think we'll basically start off with uh, a brief round of intros, uh, and then I'll get Lanray to take us through and give us a bit of a refresher on the grants program, um, sort of how that all came to be. We'll talk about RFPs, reporting, and the application process, and, and, and open up to any questions at the end. Um, so, yeah, like I said, uh, welcome, guys. Uh, it's really, really cool to see the, uh, the program launch recently. Awesome, yeah. As Thank you, and thanks for taking the time. I'm kind of really excited to talk a bit about uh, the Nutrient Grants Program, what we've done thus far, give everyone a recap of what we're trying to do and kind of encourage people to apply or just ask us questions. As you know, at the end of the day, the, the program's here to serve the uh, Nutrient community. So I'll start with the intro and then we can, I guess, go around to the other reviewers. So I'm Lanray, I've been working in the crypto space for a while, uh, currently leading the Grants Program, which means that dealing with a lot of the operations of both the grants program and also 
the foundation and then also kind of working alongside the other three reviewers to review all the applications that come into the program. So yeah, really excited to be here today. Cool. Uh, and so who is uh, the first reviewer to uh, to give their, <laughs> their intro? Amir? Yeah, yeah, sure thing. Um, yeah, so role here is as a reviewer um, and, uh, you know, supporting Landry when it comes to reviewing the applications. Um, uh, also ha has a small hand uh, when it comes to like setting up the operations as well. Um, but yeah, super excited. Uh, on top of, um, you know, being part of this committee, uh, also work as a program lead in Longhash uh, X, which is the accelerator arm of Longhash Ventures. Uh, you know, one of the exciting things that we have going on right now is uh, running the world's first uh, atom economic zone accelerator, of course, uh, also alongside Neutron and uh, AADAO. So that's an exciting thing that uh, I also do in my other life. So excited to, you know, be on the spaces and speak to you all. Busy man, busy man. Then we've got uh, Effort Capital from, from Blockworks. Uh, when he's not saving Atom, he's, uh, he's reviewing grants for Neutron, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, I couldn't said the introduction better myself. Um, just like uh, Amir, I'm, uh, I'm a reviewer for Neutron Grants Program. Uh, Full-time, I'm working uh, at Blockworks Research as a research analyst uh, and just a long-time Cosmos con uh, community member. So um, really happy to be here. What's your uh, hot seat called throne for, uh, for the day? Ooh, uh, I don't know. I'll put, I'll put Jaquan on the hot seat, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, and the Adam, uh, the Cosmos, the, the, I guess the original Cosmos hubs on the cool throne. Starting the space with some spice. I like it. Okay. Least. Yeah, indeed. Try and follow that. We have uh, David Park from Cosmos Station. Yeah. Hey, everyone. Nice to meet you. My name is David. Um, I'm one of the reviewers at NGP. And uh, as a full-time job, I'm working on strategy at Cosmos Station. And uh, yeah, really excited to be here and finally get this rolling. Dude, cool. I feel a bit self-conscious like with this, with this um, spectacular panel here, so... Well, I was just about to say, like, uh, quite the quite the team that Lamray's assembled here. So, um, so yeah, um, Lamray, just uh, give us a bit of a, an overview about what the program involves and how you, uh, you know, work with the guys at your disposal here. Awesome. Yes, yes, sure. And it, and it really is a great team. And kind of the goal was to try to find people from across the cosmos and also in the Neutron community that I think could best be in a position to judge what needed funding uh, specifically to help grow Neutron and kind of the wider Cosmos ecosystem. So kind of, yeah, it's been a great team and then it's been a great, great process uh, thus far. Just to take a step back and explain exactly for people who may not know what the grants program is, essentially the Neutron grants program is a DAO adjacent uh, program for Neutron to issue grants for Neutron related technical research and development and other initiatives which, which we judge to be beneficial to the Neutron ecosystem. Uh, we carried out an on-chain proposal, a Prop 14, which allocated to the grant program a sum of 20 million Neutron tokens. Uh, the vast uh, split between 16 million uh, within a grants fund, which essentially is a sub-DAO of the Neutron main DAO, and 4 million for the operational fund to deal with day-to-day uh, -day operations of running the Neutron Grants Program and its foundation, a Cayman's entity, which uh, we, we can talk about very briefly in a bit, but essentially was set up in a way to hold the meat space Cayman's entity uh, 
accountable to the main DAO at all time in terms of, for example, the main DAO, and if you guys read the bylaws, which are posted on the forum, is able to remove the directors or the members of the re reviewer team if we're judged not to be doing our job appropriately. And we're really trying to hold ourselves accountable to the main DAO in the highest possible way. Uh, and the goal is just ultimately with the Neutron Grants Program to fund different initiatives within Neutron, which we think can grow the ecosystem. And this comes in a lot of different ways. So our areas of focus, we set out our six different things, uh, developer tooling and experience, protocol development, user-facing infrastructure, user-facing applications, joint funding, and research and education. And we had been putting a lot of thought, or we had put a lot of thought into the grants program for I think months before the prop even officially went on chain. Uh, we have sent the prop officially passed in early October. And then as, as of November, we've been officially accepting grants. And people can just go to neutrongrants.com. And there's an application form in the top right corner of that page, which allows people to easily apply. That application takes about 10 minutes. And we're really excited to uh, give people grants from as small as $1,000 to, in theory, up to $500,000 to help build things that fit within these various mandates on Neutron and kind of things that help benefit Neutron. And we think this is a really key way to help grow the ecosystem and grow the Neutron ecosystem and kind of try to make it the best, you know, Cosmos sub-consumer chain we can make it. Uh, I don't know if there's anything else that other reviewers want to add to that or anything I've missed out uh, before we kind of go on to talking a bit more about specifics. I thought I was going to overview, Monterey. Yeah, yeah. Like, and kind of, I think kind of then to dive into a little bit more about strategy, uh, and I think maybe how we kind of are trying to distinguish ourselves, especially from our experience, looking at how other grants programs have gone. People have fortunately been involved in quite a lot of this stuff, even within the kind of review committee, is one thing. I, I guess there's two parts, two approaches that grant programs take. It can be very kind of uh, passive and accept applications in. And fortunately, even since we've opened that application a door, we've had a lot of really high quality applica applications. We've had about 30 applications and we're, we're in the process of reviewing them with the goal of given out the first batch of funding hopefully within the next few weeks but one thing we've noticed is that we kind of especially want to be as intentional as possible with our grants uh as opposed to giving out you know 20 30 small grants per month to things which aren't necessarily going to add a ton of value to neutron and justify the uh the grant that has been given to us by the main dow or given to the grants program by the main dow we're really focused on working out exactly what are the main tenets of what could be a, of, of different kind of applications and different projects which could really add a lot of value to uh to neutron and so kind of in in that kind of uh in in that line we've kind of came up with the idea of what, what we call core rfps which are visible uh on our page on our website as a blog post and then also visible kind of uh, on the project page of our kind of website also where a bit more information about each of these core RFPs is visible. And the idea with core RFPs or request for proposal was essentially to earmark the largest sums of money for people working on specific things we think can add significant value to Neutron. And we're really trying to prioritize these uh, applications and things that fit within, under these RFPs and are both actively searching out teams to build these projects and also projects that fill these criteria that apply to the Neutron Grants Program will also be uh, prioritized. So I'll quickly touch on a few of the RFPs. There's, there's a lot of writing, a lot of details to some of these. So I recommend anyone to, uh, and, and this is something I'll, I'll post a link to the blog post after, after this Twitter spaces. Is I recommend anyone to actually read the blog post to get the full meat of, 
me of the context, but I'm just going to give an overview. So the six RPs are as follows. So the first one is neutron as a sediment layer for RPs. Uh, so sponsoring development that makes neutron a more appealing sediment layer for roll-ups and the modular economy uh, in general. Uh, second is staked assets, fixed rates, and other advanced vault strategies. So finding ways to sponsor the democratization of advanced DeFi strategies would build and connect to Neutron as a sentiment layer for that and also to the wider interchain. The third is tooling to improve Neutron's governance and just governance in general. We're very kind of interested in finding ways to improve and further the way Neutron exists as a, as a governance entity and kind of the Neutron Grant Program, I think is an example of governance innovation, I think to a degree, and we're looking for ways to help further that and further aims, which I think can reverberate through the rest of the cosmos. Uh, and then the fourth would be stable coins and synthetics and derivatives. As we see, kind of one of the biggest use cases in DeFi and crypto right now are things to do with derivatives, stable coins, and synthetics. Uh, it's one of the first products in crypto which I think have a strong product market fit. And there isn't enough of that within the cosmos and also neutron directly. And we want to help incubate novel proposals, which help bootstrap a neutron native ecosystem for those applications. And I think there's a lot more that we could do there uh, than we currently have. And then fifth, to significantly improve the ease of developing Cosmosm applications on neutrons. So right now, obviously, uh, the Cosmosm ecosystem is great and it continues to grow. Uh, there's a lot we can learn from other ecosystems. In terms, for example, I think the biggest, most popular ecosystem for developing app smart contracts is probably Solidity. And that ecosystem has a lot easier to use tooling, I think, than the Cosmosm applications, at least in my point of view. Uh, and there's a lot of work I think we can be can do there to make it easier for both ex new and experienced developers to quickly and easily build safe and reliable Cosmosm applications. And we're looking forward to funding initiatives there. And then the final thing is, so social apps for users in the interchain. I think one thing we've started to see uh, successfully in some cases and less successfully in other cases is the more rise of prominence of social applications and other kind of consumer applications within crypto. I think maybe in 2021, 2022, uh, the main kind of application that exists was kind of DeFi. And we're starting to see a new trend of social and consumer applications which aren't necessarily overly financialized. And we really want to promote uh, those both within the Cosmos and specifically within Neutron. And we'll look to kind of fund those actively. So I never said a lot, but those are the main six core RFPs. In addition, we're very excited to find ways to just improve distribution of getting users involved in Neutron generally. Uh, and those six RFPs are generally earmarked for some of the largest sums we'll be willing to fund on a given month or within the given batch. Uh, but yeah, I've spoken a lot. Uh, I know kind of the other viewers are quite passionate or quite interested in some of these particular uh, core RFPs. So if any of you guys have anything else you want to add or Spade, if you want to add anything else, feel free to. And I'll just take a minute. I think one thing to add as well is on top of the core RFPs, of course, these are some of the explicit um, uh, areas that we're interested in, uh, but we're also very much aware of, um, you know, other areas that we could be supporting with. Um, we're open-minded to knowing that, you know, some of the um, folks here might be innovating some new and, and interesting directions uh, that could be beneficial to Neutron and the Cosmos ecosystem as a whole. Uh, and we're totally supportive of those uh, different narratives or those different applications that we are yet to see uh, or uncover. So, yeah, this is, these are just some examples of things that we'd be super bullish on. Yeah, just to add to that, I think one thing that we're doing is we're obviously we're taking a, a focus on those core RFPs. Obviously, we're also like accepting general applications. 
But outside of just proactive grant applications, we're also uh, heavily in favor of the idea of like retroactive grant funding too, right? So I think Optimism has done a really, really good job at this. A lot of other ecosystems have done a good job at this. But if there's uh, if there's builders, if there's developers out there that are building uh, products or, or services on Neutron that find product market fit, they bootstrapped it themselves, but it becomes like a, a killer application uh, that's bringing in net new developers and net new users into Neutron. Like we we will we are going to like reach out outbound and reach out to those teams and and obviously try to encourage them to apply for retroactive funding through Neutron because we we think that it's a, important to build that kind of culture. Um, and obviously, like we'll also accept inbound retroactive funding too. Um, so I think we're we're trying to balance uh, core RFP general applications from a proactive approach but retroactive as well. I think that makes a lot of sense. Uh, one one thing that I heard being mentioned and which I, I think is like exactly the right approach, but also something that's like very difficult to do in practice is like, how do you evaluate applications and teams, right? Like what are sort of like the things that you look for? Um, what are sort of like the, you know, the green and red flags that 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 you sort of like built up a, a playbook for so far? Um, and yeah, like, can you can you tell us more about like all of this essentially? Yeah, sure. Like, as a kind of a great question, I think hopefully this will kind of give uh, people a, a lot more context in terms of like how to design the best application to stand the best chance, and how to make the best project to stand the best best chance of giving funding. So, for example, I take a step back and reviewers feel free to chime in for anything I miss. But take a step back. Our kind of general mandate is we're trying to fund uh, try to fund initiatives that kind of can add tangible value to Neutron and kind of be willing to kind of put a lot of money behind that uh, as opposed to kind of, you know, smaller ticket sizes. And the way we go about it is like, I mean, I can kind of explain the application process first and then exactly what we're looking at. So people can apply by, by the application type form where ask various questions about the team, the project, your team motivation, your history in Cosmos, uh, a breakdown of the milestone, your current traction, your fundraising, uh, and the grant goals and trying to eke out exactly, okay, what exactly is this grant trying to build? And then what is its tangible benefit to the neutral ecosystem? And, and we're very conscious of grantees that are able to disambiguate this and make it very clear exactly what the benefit is. Because I think that's something that was important for us as we justify uh, our operations to the main DAO. And every single application, uh, each, each of the reviewers, so the four of us, one person would take the lead in review and give an application as it comes in via our application form. Uh, and there are various amounts of different metrics we kind of allocate a, a, across when someone reviews the score. So we have team, uh, our team score, all these scores out of four. So team score, a cross-chain score, product score, a vertical score, positioning and traction, uh, where we rate quite highly on both team and product, where at the, at the end of the day, kind of, you can have an extremely great idea, extremely ambitious idea, which in theory can be game changing. Uh, but the ability of the team to actually execute on that, I think, is a major determinant in in the chance of this grant being a success. And so, kind of, we very much like to understand what are the team's motivations, how do the team know each other, how can they justify the skills they have to build whatever grant this is. So let's say, okay, they're trying to build a stablecoin synthetics. Um, they're trying to build a synthetics protocol on Neutron. Uh, do they have the financial and technical chops to even build such a thing? And do they have the context uh, to build that on Neutron? Uh, and kind of another part of the team is to work out, especially I think one thing that's quite common uh, in other grants programs, even in the experience that I've had with other grants programs, is there are a lot of teams that may you know, apply opportunistically to different grants programs, despite having very little allegiance to a given ecosystem. And that is something we try to work out quite quickly, and we can kind of get into it with the team motivation. 
Uh, I'm then kind of moving on, as I said, uh, both the product vertical and position score all relate to how this given product or application or kind of research project or whatever uh, works and how can we judge how useful and kind of viable that product is. And then also, I think one thing is important is like you can have a good product, but if it's in a very competitive space or in a space where there's kind of a bunch of different leaders, it may be harder for that product to find kind of strong product market fit or maybe harder for that research initiative to find a strong, uh, to have a tangible impact if there are a ton of other really good projects there. So we both try to weigh uh, both how good the application is objectively, then also how good the application is relative to its wider positioning and kind of how valuable the vertical is. Because not every single vertical that we could fund is necessarily uh, as beneficial to the neutron ecosystem. And then I think the final bucket would be traction and funding. So uh, traction is measures how much traction does this team have thus far for the thing they're trying to build. Uh, we do, as in, this isn't necessarily always the case, but I think it is a generally good sign where the team have tried to make some effort to either begin development of whatever initiative they're trying to do, uh, build, do research uh, before they start to apply to the, the grants program. So I think it shows that, okay, this simply isn't a product they're trying to build just to receive a grant, but rather something they do have an interest in. If they receive a grant, that's great. But if not, uh, that's, that may be something they still continue. And then secondly, funding is, I think one approach, and this is something we've talked about internally, and after this, I'll, I'd love to hear from the rest of your team is, like the ideal goal is, especially in this, I think there are certain public goods which aren't necessarily, we always may have to rely on some kind of public good funding or grants funding, but to the extent that we can fund a project which can then like stand on its own two legs and find a way to sustainability outside of uh, funding from the grants program, we think that's also uh, pretty cool, right? As in because the grants program has a mandate for the first year, uh, kind of in subsequent years, uh, who knows exactly what happened. A lot of it would be based off feedback from the community. And we want to fund projects that we think, even regardless of whether the Neutron Growth Program can fund them next year, the year after, they're able to sustainably still add value to Neutron. And both the traction and the funding elements of our review process are great ways to really ascertain that. And then obviously, this is just an initial review. We obviously then conduct a further due diligence, especially if a project is more technical, uh, undergo interviews with the team, and those all kind of help us work out these various aspects of whether this product makes sense or whether this project makes sense and whether it's worth funding exactly how much makes sense. And obviously that's where it gets to the milestone and also how much funding should be received and how that funding should be received and across different milestones. Uh, but I'm sure I'm missing something. So David, Effort, Amir, feel free to add anything if you want. The only major thing I want to bring up is like in terms of how at least I personally, I think we as a team are like looking at teams is we're not for Neutron's ecosystem, we're not trying to have like copy paste DEXs, lending markets. And this is not specific to any like personal applic applicant. I'm just kind of talking generally. And, but what we're do looking at, what we do want to look at, and Lonry kind of hinted or said it already, like obviously there's going to be, um, there's certain verticals that are incredibly competitive. And if you're building a DEX, if you're building a lending market, if you're building something that other ecosystems have had, you have to have really good historical context to know what has and has not worked in that vertical and why your product's different and what is that secret sauce that's going to make your product like 10x better than the unisops of the world as an example right so um it's very you know it's okay like we're obviously accepting applications for some of the DeFi primitives that you've seen throughout the cosmos and throughout other ecosystems but it, there needs to be that secret sauce and you need to have like really good historical context and good understanding of like what what makes your product different um 
not just from a, a product offering perspective, but go to market as well. So um, again, I'm kind of just like rehashing what Lonre said, but drilling into it a little deeper. Uh, I guess another way to look at it is, uh, and this is actually me uh, in an attempt to rehash whatever uh, what uh, effort mentioned earlier. It's we're lo- we're also looking for peaks, and we do have like a metric um, that you know categorizes or tries to quantify uh, those different uh, metrics: the team, product, vertical, etc. Uh, but of course, you know we we try to give the benefit of the doubt whenever there's a peak in any of these certain areas, aka if it's like an outstanding team but uh, from an application uh, from the application form we don't quite understand um, how the products differentiated from its potential competitors uh, we usually will try to you know get more information either via call uh, but that's also one thing that we look out for just peaks uh, to to sort of convince ourselves that there's some potential here yeah and just i guess add one more thing is when we're uh, and again, this is not specific to any given application, but if the team is asking for a certain like larger sum of money, like I think one thing that we're going to be interested in doing is like we're very pro milestone based payments um, and also like working with the team to develop like KPIs that we think are going to be port- important for that specific vertical, that specific product. So let's let's say uh, Dex, Dex as an example, just because it's the easiest, like we're going to, you know, we might not be willing to proactively fund everything up front. It has to be milestone based, but like in order to hit those key milestones towards like the end of, of the roadmap, uh, we're going to try to work with the team to figure out like what are those key metrics that you should be looking at. So for a deck, should it be like turnover, like the amount of uh, volume per, per TVL, for example, like TVL itself is mostly about any metric. So like that's not necessarily the right metric that we should be looking at. So we're trying to come up with like vertical specific metrics uh, that we know will actually be a really good indicator whether or not that project successful. Um, so. You know, we're going to try to work with teams to have like a mix of proactive and retroactive funding, milestone-based payments specific to, to certain KPIs that we feel is like how we know whether or not we're doing a good job on behalf of the Neutron community. Uh, just to add to that, uh, I think one of the vertical-specific metrics could be something like you know cross-chain activity, uh, which is something that we're also looking into, uh, you know, as one of the categories uh, in our evaluation matrix. Um, yeah, anything that brings more cross-chain activity towards Neutron and puts Neutron at the centerpiece uh, would be something that's, that would be really beneficial to the to the Neutron Grants program. Yeah, all of these are really great point, actually. Um, it's awesome to see that, like, I mean, as, as you've said, you, you've been putting a lot of work behind the scenes for, like, months now, but, but still, like, it's very early in the program's sort of, like, life, and it looks like you guys have like thought long and hard about these things. So um, like, it makes me extremely bullish about the NGP in general. Um, I think like one of the the points you, you, you guys all sort of like mentioned is um, like milestoning, right? I think that's also a complex science. Um, in general, like what's your approach to milestoning? How do you break up funding and like deliverables and such? Yeah, I mean, it's a good question, and I can't give you know just one straight answer to it because, as you said, it, it is complex in terms of uh, we really treat it like as again take a step back. So when any applicant applies, they do submit uh, their view on what the potential milestone could be. Like okay, twenty percent upfront, thirty percent upon a certain KPI, and fifty percent at the end, and we take that into view because generally we, especially for any applicant, we actually think we're willing to fund. We kind of do believe that, okay, 
the applicant should, will have a good view on potentially what can make sense and, and, and take them at their word. And then kind of past that point, it, it kind of really is an iterative process of working out, okay, firstly, okay, what exactly do these people need the funding for, right? If a lot of it is just upfront costs, which can't be avoided. So, okay, they need to hire some people to do this audit and they need to pay X amount of money upfront. And that may skew a certain amount of money as an upfront payment. Uh, if we're, for example, uh, want to allocate a significant part of the grant to certain KPIs, such as, for example, okay, we think this adds a lot of value to Neutron if it hits XYZ metrics in terms of like a X amount of TBL or kind of X amount of volume, uh, that is something we can also uh, ascribe to milestone payments. And we are, like, as Effort said and the other guys said, we are generally just a bit, very big fan of, okay, like, it, I think it generally makes sense, especially for some more the ambitious grants to give a certain amount upfront uh, just to hold people accountable. And especially, obviously, grant-based uh, funding is, it, milestone, and I think, is the main way to hold people accountable as opposed to some other kind of, Equity-based funding or debt-based funding, the, the, the milestone payments are the, are the key way. And then payments further than that, I think, should allocate or should be tied to very discrete and obvious and easy to track uh, milestones in a project history. So main net deployment and then specifically a big KPIs. And so we give them enough funding to kind of get set up. And then past that, a lot of it is about, okay, what is the tangible value you can show us to you guys have developed or kind of built after the initial initial payment. Uh, but it's a communicative process. We kind of love to hear what applicants think about uh, prospective milestones and kind of how they think about why they should get funded X amount at these various points. And then we go back and kind of work on that by ourselves. And hopefully by the end of the process, especially if we're willing to fund someone, we can work out what kind of milestone based approach makes sense. Uh, but yeah, we just understand that it is the best way to hold people accountable. Uh, but yeah, I don't know if anyone else wants to add anything on this. I think that was a good longer. Awesome, awesome, cool. Yeah, and thank you for that, Avril. Kind of, obviously, we have uh, community questions at the end. Uh, but kind of, uh, so, so to studio as an, I think at this point, this may be a good time to kind of move on to just a general update, a very quick update about what's happened so far with. Uh, the grants program so in terms of the actual operations and grants and grant reviewed and i'll keep this high level and we do kind of publish a lot of content on our website which gives people and we will continue to especially after the first batch is produced a lot of content to give people an overview of what exactly we're doing so as i mentioned we received uh that the grant program was official the grant foundation was officially live as of early october and we started accepting grants about a month after that in kind of early early november and right now we've received about 30 grants and in conversations with other teams who potentially could apply for grants and this is very much a proactive effort on our side and we are still in the process of reviewing the bulk of these but hopefully we'll be done with the initial review of these kind of initial initial batch of grants, I think within the next week or two, which will allow us to then make a decision on the first batch, uh, probably hopefully by mid-December. And I add caveats that all of these are potentially and hopefully because there could be some delays for you know various operational and, and legal reasons. And so that is a big part of our focus right now on kind of getting, uh, getting this current batch of grants uh, reviewed and dealt with and kind of feedback given to the prospective applicants for taking the time to do this. Uh, concurrently, there's been a lot of operational work done in the background since uh, October, such as, for example, setting up the Grants Foundation, ensuring that kind of we have uh, the necessary our, fin our finances are in check to handle all the operations for 
legal fees, operational fees, software, software, and, and and the like, and also have the legal setup to be able to give people grants in a in a kind of legally compliant and and safe way. And that is something that's been happening on the on the back burners. And kind of one big initiative I think we're trying to aim for, especially with uh, with the grant programs and the operations, is set several poles. So uh, in our in our initial governance post, we had indicated, and it's in our bylaws too, that we give up quarterly financial and operational reports on the operations of the Nutrition Grant Program. We're actually going to do this every single month. So kind of we've already given, uh, we've already posted the operational finance update for October, which goes over the four operations and the, the full update on operations and all the financial transactions carried out by the grants program in the month of October. We'll shortly also have one for November and every single month following we'll have the same uh, alongside a longer uh, biannual report which you go into a bit more detail about about these things uh, at the same time obviously all our kind of on-chain wallets where all our activity is handled by uh, will also allow people to very easily view kind of exactly all the transactions but the monthly reports will just add a bit more context and help people make sense of exactly what the on the outflows and inflows into our wallet sent to the grant program are uh, in addition Hopefully quite soon, we will have a live dashboard on our website. Uh, it's currently work in progress, and we're just fixing some tweaks and work with the design on this, which will give people uh, kind of a real-time update about all the questions, all the things that just talked about. So the amount of applications reviewed, how many are approved, how many funding, uh, kind of a context for every single transaction which goes in and out of each of our wallets, and then also details about all the applications with either reviewed, rejected, accepted, and funded. Uh, so the idea is even before a monthly report, or before the biannual report, use, uh, anyone in the community will be able to get a full and transparent understanding of, of what the operation of the neutral grant program is. It's because I think a big element of the genesis of the program is to really promote transparency and communica communication. And this is kind of why, for example, anytime we want to approve a batch of trans transactions for grant given, the main DAO will be able to veto any of the transactions they disagree with. So, and the best way for the main DAO to be able to hold us accountable is to have full transparency about, okay, so why did these guys decide to fund this grant as opposed to this grant? And why did this sum of money leave uh, the wallet in this month? So kind of, we try to add as much transparency and context about all our operations as possible. Uh, it's still a work in progress and we're trying to uh, find ways to constantly improve transparency and communications around our operations. But I think we're off to a decent start and uh, I look forward to sharing the November update, operational update after the end of the month, and then also the dashboard as well, which I think should give a bit more uh, live uh, live context. But yeah, for people that have already applied, uh, stay tuned and hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll get back to everyone about kind of next steps where applicable and are aiming to give out the first batch of grant funding sometime in the next few weeks. Cool. Um, you mentioned earlier on that you said, I think something like 30 applications so far. Um, I was just wondering like whether those, like what, what are those applications sort of generally looking like? What kind of categories are they falling into? Are they sort of matching with the RFPs? Like how is it all sort of looking in the, in the early stages? Yes, yeah, so as, as you know, this will obviously be easier to kind of answer once we have our dashboard, but we do have some internal tooling, which is just a bit messy, hence why we aren't sharing it kind of until things are cleaned up. But yeah, so it's it's a pretty kind of diverse split in terms of, for example, we have 11 applications which are related to user-facing applications, eight for developer tooling, uh, two for research, and 
four for infrastructure and one for protocol development and kind of one that fits into like that other category. So kind of relatively evenly split. I guess, for example, there are a lot of things around user-facing application and developer tool. And I think that makes sense, especially given, for example, three out of the six core RFPs are actually for applications. Because I think one thing we're very keen on is, you know, funding new and interesting applications on kind of Neutron that users can use and I think drive interest into Neutron and the Cosmos. So yeah, as in that is kind of where the kind of main uh, main gist of the focus is. We imagine this would change kind of especially in the coming months. I think certain sectors, maybe such as like protocol development or research, these may require a bit more time, uh, kind of a bit more kind of intentional work uh, before the application actually would make sense. And so we can anticipate maybe those applications would come and come kind of after the first few months. But yeah, as in, that's generally the breakdown if that answers your question. Yeah, yeah, it, it definitely does. Like I said, it's just, I, I know you said um, like all the sort of the reporting and stuff's going to be coming out soon on the dashboards, but just, yeah, I just wondered if there was any sort of insight as to uh, maybe like any particular projects that are getting you excited or anything like that so far. Yeah, like, I, I, I I'll, I'll hold off on commenting on kind of on like the specific grants. I think before we kind of give out uh, kind of any of the initial batch funding, but kind of like I, I think one thing I will say is that yeah, as a, there are a lot of really great projects that have applied. Uh, kind of one thing is about kind of obviously prioritizing and working out which projects make sense to fund in the first batch, first ladder batches, and kind of what the kind of short term versus longer term priorities are for kind of Neutron. But one thing I will say is just like yeah, there are a lot. As in, like we didn't anticipate. As in, we always knew that there would have to be a good amount of outreach to get the kind of highest quality projects to build a neutron. But we've also been very happy with the kind of projects that have already applied. So yeah, as in, stay tuned uh, when we'll have a bit more information about uh, the projects we want to fund for batch one. So we'll have a bit more information on in our general theses of the uh, three or four projects or kind of whatever that number is that we want to fund for batch one uh, before uh, that goes kind of live onto. Agora, but yeah, I'll hold up and comment on specific ones. I just said the second, just to kind of you know pre prevent any biases. Yeah, yeah, completely, completely fair. What, what about like, um, like when do you think we'll we'll start to see like the first like um, neutron grants funded applications like on neutron? Like when will we actually sort of see it with, with our with our eyes? Yes, in in terms of. This is a good question and something we've been thinking about in terms of like, okay, yeah, like, as in, we want to fund things that kind of can, like, it's a mix of things. It's, if a project takes a bit longer to, to develop and build on Neutron, like, that doesn't necessarily mean we're not going to fund it. But we're also very keen on projects which, you know, have reasonable timelines and we can actually like, see them add tangible impact to kind of a Neutron in the short term. And yeah, one thing I will say, there are a lot of really interesting projects that we actually could fund even in this first batch that I think could make their deployments or kind of launch whatever they're trying to launch in Neutron quite soon. So within like a couple of weeks or like in a short, like one or two months as well. Uh, just because I think, for example, uh, across these different core RFPs and RFPs, there are a lot of things that are kind of extremely important for Neutron in terms of like, yeah, we, we would love us and few more synthetics platforms and a few more vault strategies to launch a new from before the end of the year. And so that's kind of the reason why we're trying to expedite, especially applications which we think are like shorter term priorities. And hopefully quite soon after the initial funding, uh, we will be able to, uh, some of these funded projects will be able to launch a new from. And, and the cool thing is like, as we said, a lot of these projects have also already started. It's not like that they're, they're, they're only doing work contingent on them receiving funding for the grants program. Fortunately, 
a lot of teams are really building already and just want to launch. And if they get funding, that's great. And kind of we also are very much a big fan of projects that really have traction or have a roadmap to launch. And if they just happen to get funded, that kind of may expedite that or help that. But that isn't uh, you know a necessary uh, necessary factor. Yeah, I think that all sort of makes sense. Um, well, one thing I wanted to ask Spade earlier on actually was um, like, what, what what do you think about the the RFPs that, that we talked about before? So from from the top of my head, I think there was there was six. Um, was there anything like that particularly stands out to you um, from like sort of an outside the grants program perspective on on what you would like to see you know being funded and focused on? You mean like uh, if I had to add RFPs? So if, if if we go through the six RFPs now, I mean, I'll just sort of recap them. I've got them in front of me here. So we have like Neutron as a settlement layer for, for roll-ups, uh, staked assets, fixed rates, and other advanced vault strategies, tooling to improve Neutron's governance, stablecoin synthetics derivatives and other similar applications, significantly improving the ease of developing Cosmosm applications on Neutron and social apps for users in the interchain. So like, I don't know, if you, if you have to sort of like, emphasize one one category that you'd really like to see funded and and and, and for us to receive app applications for what what would that be of these sticks i think probably the one that makes the most short midterm um sort of like difference on the platform is probably the stablecoin synthetics derivatives and other similar applications because it's it's really something that's um so like sorny needed in order to really kickstart DeFi activity on like like and bring it to the next level on the on the chain um so th that's one that i i'll, I'll be definitely keeping a, an eye on I, I do think that the the rfps are actually quite well balanced i think you know obviously um they're probably also living documents that will you know like continue to be refined over time i think you know like like personally i've been trying to think about um, this more and more. Um, I, I know other contributors like Elijah, for example, are also very so like mentally keen on thinking like about what should be the best strategies and the and the areas of focus. Um, and so I, I hope you know this feedback will, will sort of help. But I do think that they're pretty balanced because there's a number of things here that like directly target the development of the chain, like of the chain's ecosystem. Sorry, um, there's a few that are more like other areas that the network should position itself for in the future. Like I'm um, thinking mainly about like, you know, Neutron as a settlement layer for rollup. I think this one is like, it's an incredible opportunity, but at the same time, it's also a very sort of like risky bet. And so like, you know, betting the entire family farm on like Neutron being a very appealing settlement layer for, for rollups could be like something that's risky if like the entire contributor base of the chain was like solely focused on this at such an early stage. And so finding projects that sort of like have this mentality already. And I'm thinking about like projects like Shogun, right? Like Shogun is um, a cow matching and interesting aggregating um, and router and liquidity router um, protocol, which is launching, um, you know, like interesting routing on Neutron as smart contracts, as well as a um, sovereign ZK rollup that settles on Neutron um, and uses Celestia for DA. I think that's that kind of project is like super interesting because it's sort of like demonstrating and building up both the DeFi ecosystem as well as its connections with with rollups and with the developments of like ZK aggregations and such. I think there might be like very interesting sort of like bridging technologies. Um, on the more sort of like fundamental contribution thing, I think this RFP can also be resolved with things like, hey, um, is there a team out there that wants to say contribute up, upstream to roll kit to enable people to use this framework to build their own rollups but also have the ability to like easily um, have their roll kit roll settle to neutron right like have this like very d 
deep bridging relationship with Neutron so they can benefit from um, its liquidity and such. I think this would be like a very sort of like massive, like a fairly you know meaningful undertaking, but something that would definitely move the needle for the ecosystem at, at, at large. And then there's also more like long term sort of like targets here whereby, you know, like improving the ease of developing Cosmosm applications is obviously like super important for Neutron to really become like the best possible place for 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 builders to be. Um, but it's it's a more long term type of thing, I think, because like there, there's definitely going to be iterations on on like the DevX and like the tools that are being used. I think so. Like there's a bunch of contributors in the ecosystem, like Confio, that are also working very actively on this, which I'm I'm super excited about. Um, and and yeah, I, I see, <laughs> I don't know who added this one, uh, but I think it's a great idea. Like the social apps for users in the interchain is kind of like this, like this one is probably the most spicy RFP in my opinion, because it's kind of like, there has been tremendous success there, but it's also something that I think the industry hasn't figured out how to make like um, sustainable. And so I'm very curious to see, you know, what kind of traction this RFP is going to get, because I think, you know, like as Frontech demonstrated, you know, just, just one project like this that does an incredible jo job and is um, successful can like tremendously move a needle like the needle for an ecosystem um, as a whole essentially right um, so like th this one feels like a bit of a gamble for me um, not in terms of like having the RFP but in terms of like what you'll get as a as a submission but but I think it's going to be like super interesting basically so yeah I think you know this is like the first time that um, the NGP publishes RFPs um, I, I do think they're already very polished um i do think that they'll evolve over time um but 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 i think yeah it's, it's off to a strong start just to add my personal take like obviously i'm objective I, i'm excited about any kind of application that comes to ngp and i think that can, that can add value to the overall neutron ecosystem but just to like double down on what spade said like personally i think the the atom economic zone neutron specifically like needs its own stable coin there's obviously multiple stable coins out there uh, in the cosmos ecosystem and it's, i'm not nothing against them but i think uh it you know it, the aez needs its own stable coin so i think that's to me yeah i couldn't agree more cl clear clear like we need that app but we need a strong team to build like the best stable coin in the cosmos ecosystem on neutron second going back to like the social fi uh I, i'm extremely bullish on the social fi and i would love it doesn't necessarily need to be one team that does this whole thing but i would love a team that's being that will be able to integrate a decentralized stable coin into a social fi application that also leads to like real world payments like to me those three things combined decentralized stable coin plus social fi plus like real world payments that is i think going to be the thing that finds the most product market fit stable coins have obviously found, found the most product market fit in crypto um Socialify, I think, is a gamble, but I think it's the right, like, that's probably the next, like, 100x, 1,000x opportunity in crypto, whoever can figure out, like, the right, um, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess, like, whatever the right, like, uh, product is, uh, or, or, you know, specific use case, but uh, something like that, so, like, kind of a call to arms for me personally right now, if anyone's listening that wants to build a decentralized stablecoin and also work with another team that wants to build, like, a social fi like application that has, like, real-world micropayments, like, built in. Uh, that I think could make Neutron, like put Neutron on the map as like the layer one in all of Cosmos. And that sounds like a lofty goal, but I truly think like something like that that's integrated with those two different applications could really um, bring in the next billion users on chain. Yeah, I, I really couldn't agree more to be fair um, on the stablecoin uh, bit, especially like I, I think not only the AZ 
needs its its own stablecoin. I think we're also like as an ecosystem, we might be a bit traumatized by the UST thing. But I, I you know, as a result of that, I think we've kind of like lost the plot a bit on like centralized stablecoins. Like centralized stablecoins are like, you know, they're very convenient. They're great for building DeFi, like liquidity up and such. Um, they have good UX, but they're still centralized stablecoins. Like if, you know, if we, if we achieve everything but this, and like in 10 years, we'll still have failed the mission of like actually decentralizing finance. So, um, so yeah, couldn't, couldn't agree more um, on, on this point. It actually like with regards to the AZ bit, and this is not necessarily related to the neutron grants, but I'd love to have you guys' um, sort of like opinion on this. But like one thing that I've noticed in sort of like, you know, the time that I spent working on neutron is due to the hub's decentralization, which is great, um, there is kind of like no, um, you know, like no easy counterparty to just like go towards and then and, and, and get things moving right and i think in general this is a great thing but it has made one thing that i think is critical for the health of um, the az and neutron as well um which is it, difficult and that thing is um really making atom a base pair on the ecosystem and so one thing that that i've um that i've been thinking about is like shouldn't there be some kind of a facility somewhere uh, either built on neutron with some contracts and stuff maybe it could be a, like a, a, a borg of the hub um shouldn't there be somewhere a facility that allows new projects that are launching like this to easily access um small amounts of credit or protocol owned liquidity depending on how you want to frame it to bootstrap their own tokens and protocols eg you know i'm a dap i'm launching whatever DeFi like protocol maybe there's some basic due diligence to make sure that you know i'm not gonna rug i'm not you know there's not an ex embedded exploit or something there should be some criteria like you know it needs to be audited and such but but still like with reasonable amounts of efforts like it shouldn't be a three months process but with reasonable efforts i'm able to get some like to get the hub or representative of a entity that represents it to deploy some amount of atom which i pair with my token and becomes like liquidity that the hub controls right like or its representative or however it's structured um and the idea is that like if you can do this in a way that's like fairly scalable then you know like over the next year when like 10 20 50 100 protocols like deploy on neutron like suddenly you've created like with very minor risk and cost to the hub you've created like hundreds of pairs for atom and you've made sure that like, you know, it's it's very kind of like ubiquitous in this liquidity graph. Um, therefore, there's like a lot of art going on, a lot of volume. Hopefully that helps like kind of like bring these pools up and modify, like, you know, have organic liquidity that sticks around just for the for the like the trading volume and such. And I think like this is something that that to me seems fairly easy to put together that we haven't done and that I think would like really move the needle for both um, the AZ, um, like and not just neutron here, um, like like stride as well, right? Like because I think liquid staking derivatives of Atom should also probably be bootstrapped this way. Um, e.g. You, you allow dApps that launch on, on, on the AZ to not only have like a little bit of Atom liquidity like from the get-go, but also a little bit of like the, the staking derivatives. And this way you also make the staking derivatives like a lot more money-like and you, you know, enable liquid staking to have more penetration, which is great for the hub because it potentially helps reduce inflation and all of these things, right? And so, I don't know, I've been thinking more and more about this facility lately and was curious to hear your thoughts. I'll, I'll, I'll put my Cosmos ha uh, Hub community member hat on right now. So I strongly agree. I think the 
uh, I think the hub needs to double down on this idea of protocol and liquidity, bundling it with like the shared security it's offering for the atom economic zone. And I think the way we're doing the hubs doing protocol and liquidity is is like not right. Like doing it, being governance gated is slow, and it, we need like a we need a market mechanism to distribute protocol and liquidity to projects that are launching on Neutron and like other chains in the in the wider like AEZ. And honestly, like there's obviously this argument about what is the AEZ and what's not, uh, and I'm not going to go there. But I think like there should be an opportunity for chains outside of the that are outside of uh, leveraging the hub security to get have the opportunity to get protocol and liquidity. But there needs to be a market mechanism to do this. So uh, I'm writing up a forum post on the for, uh, on the Cosmos Hub forums. It's going to take me a little bit just because I have a daughter, I have like a, a newborn daughter and stuff. So I'm kind of like a little strapped for time. But uh, one of the best distribution mechanisms in crypto that I think has gotten a lot of love and a lot of hate is like VE tokenomics. And I think the problem with VE tokenomics is like it has uh, the distribution mechanism is really elegant. But what it does is it gives away the liquidity. It's like Curve is like literally paying protocols and essentially a lot of protocols are and a lot of liquidity providers are dumping the Curve rewards and it's obviously causing downward pressure on uh, Curve's price action. But why hasn't anyone built uh, like a VE tokenomics for protocol and liquidity? So like get protocols to essentially bribe Atom stakers or Atom lockers. So instead of just like staking Atom uh, for 21 days, like what if you actually locked your Atom for like a longer period of time? And in doing so, you're actually able to direct protocol and liquidity Two applications that are launching on Neutron, uh, and in, and by doing that, you get like percentage of uh, percentage allocation. You get maybe potential rev share if you're able to direct protocol and liquidity to these given protocols on Neutron. Uh, I, I definitely think there's like something here with like Time Wave deploying on Neutron. Um, I know like binary builders on the Cosmos Hub are building like this atom alignment treasury that obviously has a governance aspect to it, but I also think it can have like a protocol and liquidity aspect to it. So I think like the the pieces are coming together, but we need to come up with like a really good uh, market mechanism between Neutron and the hub to deploy this POL. Uh, so I couldn't agree more. Like I said, I'm kind of writing up something right now that I go on the, that will go on the forums in the next couple of weeks. But I think this is how you create demand for Atom, and you also make it like the base pair in all of Neutron. Um, so I'm really excited about this idea. But again, as of right now, it's kind of like a high level idea. I'm still figuring it out in my head. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I, I would. Like constructive feedback, I would like be concerned about one thing um, for the purpose of like bootstrapping new protocols, which is that like new protocols won't won't have like large amounts of resources to bribe with. And so I think like this mechanism works super well for like larger allocations to like protocols that are like a bit more established, like you know like Stride for example, right? Stride would be able to participate in this and 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 be able to do so like fairly effectively in my opinion. Um, and especially since like it's probably a better way for them to approach this and a more you know hub aligned way to approach this than just distributing incentives on on dexes. Um, so yeah, I mean I, I agree. I, th I think it's it's a super interesting idea. Um, but anyway, sorry for derailing the conversation. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, <laughs> in, 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 interesting ideas for sure, but absolutely nothing to do with uh, with Neutron Grant. <laughs> so, uh, so let's just sort of bring it back online for a minute. Um, before before we kind of start to wrap up, I will extend the invite to anyone in the audience if you want to uh, come up and ask a question. Uh, just conscious we are kind of running a little bit low on time. Uh, but if you do want to answer, come up and ask a question, I'm sure we'll find five, ten minutes for you at the, at the end now. Um, so yeah, please, uh, please just request and we'll, we'll bring you up. Um, okay, so it was, like I said, just sort of bring it back to the grants program. We, we, we obviously covered a lot of the RFPs, a lot about what the uh, the, the program's all about. Um, so, Lamray, if you want to just sort of get us back on track and just tell us, like, if 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 I have an idea and I want to get some funding and come to come to Neutron and apply for a grant, how do I go about doing that? 
Sure, sure. Uh, thanks. Yeah, I, I think gonna, the very simple answer is like, as in, it is actually very simple. Like, you can simply just go on the neutrongrants.com page, uh, click the apply button. You're then met by a type form, uh, which just essentially just asks you for kind of a few simple questions. So, like, as I said before, the background, uh, your team background, you, what exactly you're trying to build, how much funding you're trying to ask for. Uh, and then, kind of, so it should take about 10 minutes or so. And then about one or two weeks after that, after you've clicked the application form, we'll get back to you with uh, kind of next steps, whether that be a follow-up question uh, by email, uh, whether that be an interview, and then essentially we go from there. And we anticipate most people, for larger funds, for larger grant ask, maybe you could be expected to uh, can conduct two interviews, but for smaller amounts, it may be a bit of back and forth by email and then kind of a single interview. Uh, and obviously, even before you apply, like some teams have reached out to us just to kind of have a conversation, ask questions about the feasibility of the grant and our general approach. We're very keen to and happy to discuss with people things before they apply for grants in general. Uh, but yeah, we'll try to make the initial application process as small uh, as quickly and streamlined as possible. And then obviously, uh, most of the work that any applicant is doing is actually on the project and the thing they're trying to get funding for, as opposed to making them spend hours uh, going through this grant process. So it's as streamlined as possible. Uh, you can simply go to neutrongrants.com and apply via there. And it's all quite simple and kind of quite similar to maybe what other grant programs may look like. Great. Uh, thanks for thanks for sort of clearing all that up. Um, yeah, I've also just added a link to your original announcement just to say that the, uh, the grants program is live. There's, there's various details about the, the program, links to the, the neutrongrants.com uh, website in there for anyone who does want to apply. Uh, I'm not seeing any particular community questions or anything right now. Um, so does anybody have any sort of uh, final comments or anything before we, we wrap up the space? If, 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 if no one has anything else, I, I just want to say thank you guys for taking the time. Kind of, uh, we, We've been really excited with the quality and the context of the applications thus far. And if anyone has any questions, is thinking about applying for a grant, uh, feel free to reach out to any of us. Uh, kind of, We're all active on Twitter, active on Telegram, or send us all an email and we'll be able to get back to you. Uh, yeah, and kind of, we're looking forward to giving up the first batch of grants, and I think it's a constant iterative process. So, as we've said, we have our operations and our procedures in terms of core RPs and such, uh, but that's we're also constantly evolving that. As you know, Neutron evolves, as the ecosystem evolves, uh, our needs will evolve, and the kind of things that will get funded will also evolve. So, uh, don't build just because we haven't mentioned the kind of thing you're trying to build on this core RFP list we have that you can't get funding. We're kind of very open and just are looking for the best teams to build the most interesting things on Neutron. So thank you for taking the time. Perfect. And yeah, thank you to uh, to Lamray and, and obviously the uh, the rest of the, the Neutron Grants team for, for coming along and, and chatting to us today. Um, so yeah, uh, conscious of time and, and people have meetings to get to, so we'll, we'll call it a, we'll call it an end of the space. So yeah, thank you very much for everyone for, for coming along today. Um, we will have uh, more spaces and stuff coming up soon. So if you've got any questions about um, um, grants or anything that, anything looks like that, then uh, then you know come along to say hello in the uh, the new strong community telegrams and discords, and we'll be happy to sort of direct you if you can't find the answers you need from the uh, from the grants website. Uh, but yeah, as I said, thank you to everyone for, for coming along today, and we'll we'll see you again on the next space. Thank you, thank you guys. Thank you, folks. It was great.
Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and plate Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets Dead ants dragging out the max amount of payments Red down days got them acting all bankless Yo fam, what? Check these tokenomics They probing this bear, flexing broken honest I had to lay my soul down, I'm just roasting nottas And then to end a long day, eleven bowls of chronic Never known the politic, I was born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom Over impossible loss It's all moss And I'm liking the odds Fondue in the morning Forming mycological bonds Click the cap though The road is highly involved Flip a coin Diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures Under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked in non-toxic just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage like the shit is played for keeps Clowns white knight and all these Maybellines They call it implausible when model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community All these low hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Say and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Terror spaces.